Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Thriving is what we're doing on the show. Wow. We've got a great show for you today. I am joined today by Mr. Benny Mathers. He is pushing all the right buttons, making everything happen extremely well. Hello, Mr. B. Good morning. That's what I do. And good afternoon to everyone in the East Coast as well and That's all right. around the world. And for those of you in Australia, good day. Because we have, don't forget our Australian listeners. Mm-hmm. What a great show we have for you today. And I have to tell you, I'm so thrilled to be bringing my friend and colleague, Jack Canfield, back to the show. Uh, for those of you that are watching on webcam, I will tell you, this is a book. This is the book that, best-selling book that Jack put out uh, called The Success Principles, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. Now, this happens to be one of what I call Dr. Pat's Picks, one of my favorite books, and there are, re- there are a lot of reasons for it. If you look, and I think you could see it on the webcam, at the binder and all my little yellow posty notes on it, that's because there are things that happen each day, and I refer to this book for advice. Uh, more More importantly, just about everything you want to know is in the book. But there are some things that each of us need help with. I know for myself, there are a lot of things that I I certainly have on my plate to do, and I would not be able to do them without, you know, the mentorship of my coaches. And Jack has been instrumental in giving me tidbits along the years. And so how is it that we get to remember and learn these principles as if they're second nature? Well, we're going to be talking with Jack about that today. For many of you that are familiar with who he is and what he's done, let me just tell you, he is well, he is the co-creator of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. Um, and by the way, not only is this best-selling, but there are so many amazing stories and books that have been created out of the series. He is one of the leading experts in creating uh, just incredible performances around how to take your life to the next level. He's on radio. He's on television. He's been on on Oprah. He's been in the movie The Secret. He's a syndicated columnist. You name it. Jack is out there. Why? Because he's on a mission. He's on a mission to help each and every one of us become successful in life. Today, we're going to introduce you to a revolutionary way that you can be part of a team of people working with Jack. Uh, Many of the things that I've learned over my lifetime is that sometimes you can do things on your own, and sometimes you can't. And to have the mentorship of some of the people in a program we're going to talk to you about today is amazing. This is a revolution that Jack is leading against the recession, against the depression, against the lack of mentality, against scarcity creeping up into our everyday lives. Why? Because he knows what that's all about, and he knows how to move beyond it. Jack, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Welcome to the show. Well, my pleasure, Pat. Thank you for having me. 
Well, I'm, I so love having you on the show today. And I want to start with a conversation about success and, you know, how some people are looking at success today differently than they've looked at it before. But what do you think the impact has been for most folks uh, who have had a dream? What has been the impact of what people are calling recession, uh, uh, financial difficulties, global stock market, whatever it is? What do you think the challenges have been for people? Well, I think the challenges have been for people to, you know, tighten up their game to become. Uh, I always say, you know, when if you're golfing and you're starting to slice them off or hook them off, you you go back to the fundamentals. You go back to the basics. You explore your shot, your stance, your grip, etc. And I think the same thing is true in life. I often say when uh, you know the in the farming world when winter comes and we're in an economic winter right now, although it's starting to look like spring. Uh, what happens is the farmers don't just stop being farmers. They sharpen their tools. They clean their instruments. They maintain their machines. They read books on, you know, the uh, weather patterns and what seeds are out there and so forth that they can use. And they, they're, they're planning what they're going to do. So this is a time for people to buckle down, uh, you know, go back to the basics, tighten their disciplines. I mean, we all know there are disciplines of success, whether we're visualizing or affirming, setting goals the night before, whether we're asking for what we want, developing a plan, getting more education in the emerging uh, skill level areas that are needed, like in the computer world and so forth. This is the time to be doing that. I have a lot of people that lost their jobs who are now in you know, Ph.D. programs pursuing their dream of becoming a psychologist or a counselor or a, a life coach. So the reality is for some people it's forced them back to the basics. For others it's made them say, you know, this wasn't really working. I wasn't that happy. This is an opportunity to take it to the next level. Some of the families where the kids are moving back in are uh, reconnecting to their families, their family values. So there's everything that happens. A friend of mine once gave me a quote. He says, what, what would happen if I live life and anything that happened to me, I would ask the question, what if this were for me? What if this were for me? What's the gift that's here? What's the uh, gift that I can take out of it? You know, when I look back at my divorce many, many years ago, I look back at when I broke my leg. In each of those situations, when I first thought it was an awful thing, it turned out to be a huge gift that forced me to go deeper, develop new qualities, uh, get more centered, etc. And so we want to look at this as an opportunity to grow, not as a, as a, as a, as a tragedy. And this is really part of, you know, I think you were just talking about me, Jack. You know, when I lost my job. Yeah, absolutely. When I, believe me, downsized after 20 plus years with a company, I thought they were my family. Mm-hmm. I was shocked, but I couldn't stay anymore. I couldn't implement some of the practices they wanted me to implement. So what happened with that is I immediately thought, wow, I always wanted to go back to school. I had no idea that I would end up here and that that doctorate would turn into something that I would use to name a radio show. Mm -hmm. So how can we get ready for sort of the unexpected good that's right in front of us, even though there are things in our lives that are not necessarily looking all that great? Well, I think you have to ask yourself, what do I want my life to look like? Mm. The big problem for a lot of people is they don't really have a clear vision of what their ideal life is. They've been reactive to other forces around them for so long. They haven't become creative and intentional. If you take the C out of the word reactive and you move it to the front of the word, it creates the word creative. And that's uh, simply because we see more clearly that we're able to do that. So I think that the main thing is for people to realize we're not victims. We are 100% responsible for the life of what we have. Many of us saw the recession coming. Many of us had savings. Others of us were creating debt. So the reality is that we are responsible. And that what we can do is create the vision we want and 
surround ourselves by positive people who are intending to create good in the world and in their lives, and then work together to support each other, to hold each other accountable, to take the steps we need to take and produce the results we want. So, you know, uh, you know, people need to be listening to your show. They need to be reading books. They need to be going to seminars. You know, there was an interesting statistic. A friend of mine got his uh, doctorate in economics from Stanford, and his doctoral research was on the Great Depression of the 1930s. And what he found was that the companies that survived the Depression and came out really strong at the end were the ones that did not cut back on training their staff, did right. not cut back on advertising and marketing, right. but they kept putting investments into the future. Now, many businesses went out of business because they weren't focused on service and growth. Well, and, you know, what's really interesting is we're, you know, we've seen the range of this. You know, we've seen companies that have cut back, cut back, cut back, first on people, like the training you talked about, mm-hmm. and then cut on how they're going to get their message out there, advertising. It's really interesting how we're into this automatic, even though times have changed, right, Jack? Instead of looking for new creative ways, we go back to old patterns that say cut staff, cut training, cut advertising, and we haven't figured out that what was worked then doesn't work now. Yeah. I'm a big supporter of, like, make more money. Don't cut back. (laughs) (laughs) You know, get creative. I love what I think Reverend Robert Schuller said, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. You know, in our own world, I mean, we were doing uh, primarily in-house trainings for corporations, and we were doing uh, lots of uh, work for universities. And we were doing a lot of work in our, our, our trainings that were four, five, six, seven days long. And that was it. And, um, you know, I was primarily filling my trainings from the talks I was doing. And then all of a sudden, the, the so-called recession hit. And we noticed that our summer trainings weren't filling up as fast and so forth because our number of talks for corporations were going down. So we said if the mountain won't come to, you know, if Muhammad, how does it go? If the mountain won't come to Muhammad, Muhammad has to go to the mountain. So we said, let's take our show on the road. We started doing these one-day workshops all over the country, and we're getting five, 600 people attending those, and now we're filling our seminars again. So we could have sat there and blamed the recession, blamed the people on Wall Street, blamed uh, you know, George Bush or the, the Congress or Barack Obama or whatever. Instead, we said, that doesn't get anything done. What do we have to do that's different? You know, I teach this formula called E plus R equals O yeah. in the front of my book. And when the event changes... E plus R equals O means event plus your response to the event equals the outcomes you get. So on a basic level, if I put a piece of cake in front of you, that's the event, and you eat it, that's your response. The outcome is you put on some calories and maybe gain some weight. If you say no to that cake, then you maintain your weight or even lose weight. When the recession happens, that's an event. How we respond to it equals the outcome. Most people hunkered down and pulled back instead of getting creative and moving out and, and be more expansive. So the, the only thing that creates a recession is the fear of moving money. And so the people weren't loaning it, people weren't spending it, and the recession gets worse. And the worse it gets, the more people hold back. The exact opposite of what we need to do. And this is really part of the conversation that I love having with you, because we are all really creative people, and yet we don't tap into our creativity. We're actually going to be talking about the Success Principles Workshop and how you all uh, can find out more about it. Uh, Jack's got one coming up here real soon in Texas, and there are others across the country. When we come back, we'll be asking the question, what do I do about my life to be successful? What can I learn? What has been 
part of the mantra that Jack Canfield has had for years that has helped not only his own staff, his own his own principles ignite, but how he's helped ignite the lives of so many people. Why? Because this is a guy that it know, that knows what it's like to be down and knows what it's like to be extraordinarily successful. If you have a question for us today on the show, give us a shout. 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back with Jack Canfield on the Dr. Pat Show. When was the last time you were flabbergasted? Well, I was the first time I cleaned with this cloth named E-Cloth. E-Cloth claims perfect cleaning with just water on all hard surfaces and no chemicals. I started with my windows, then stovetop, and then the refrigerator. I was totally flabbergasted on how well E-Cloth cleaned everything. And I did it without exposing my family to potential health-harmful chemical cleaners. Also with E-Cloth, there's no paper towels, chemicals to buy, so you'll save money. And they're guaranteed to thoroughly clean for years. As a Dr. Pat Show listener, you'll get 20% off everything you order and free shipping. Go to ecloth.com, and when checking out, enter Dr. Pat. That's ecloth.com, 20% off everything, free shipping. You'll never go back to cleaning any other way. Are you concerned about a specific health issue? Do you want to know what causes it? Are you ready to tap into the inner wisdom of your body and listen to what it is telling you? It's a scientific fact that your health condition, present circumstance, and excess weight are not the result of your diet, exercise regime, or genetic makeup. Your thoughts, feelings, and emotions all directly and specifically influence all your body functions, including heart rate, digestion, and organs. Anger is stored in the liver, resentment is stored in the gallbladder, and lack of support shows up in your back. Our bodies give us clues to how we have been thinking, feeling, and acting. Dr. Cal specializes in interpreting these clues, ignites your inner healer, and guides you step-by-step to continuous, positive, and lasting health changes. When you change your mind, you change your life. Get in your driver's seat today. Visit AskDrKel.com. That's A-S-K-D-R-K-E-L.com. Bella Spark Productions is proud to announce the third annual Extraordinary People Lecture Series in Seattle. Join us for three extraordinary men and one amazing lady. Presenting Shirley MacLaine in a rare public appearance. Shirley, still feisty and fabulous after all these years. Joe Dispenza, the most recognized visionary in the hit movie, What the Bleep. Reverend Carlton Pearson, the fundamental evangelical Pentecostal bishop who said to hell with hell. Robert Holden, Britain's get happy guru with a feel-good philosophy that will make your heart smile. Three men and a lady. Go to bellaspark.com for dates and information. That's B-E-L-L-A spark.com. Buy series tickets for the men and get $10 off the lady. Don't miss Shirley MacLaine and three extraordinary men. Visit bellaspark.com.
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And, you know, Jack Canfield's joining me here today. I remember the very first time I met him. It was actually in studio here, the same studio you all are watching on the webcam. Hello, everybody. Uh, The book that I'm referring to is The Success Principles. And I'm just going to hold it up there for a minute. But what we're talking about is how do you ignite that fire that's within you? Certainly, you can read a book. But if you're like me, and I'm kind of like Jack, I like to go to places where other people are as well and get some help firsthand, get some coaching, get some get s- some juiciness to get the things flowing. What Jack has created is the Success Principles Workshop. And I want to make sure you have the website for that because it's so easy to get to. It's really simple. The Success Principles workshop.com. And we're going to be talking about this today because there are certain things that we can learn for success. And it's one thing to read about them. And it's another thing to really tackle them. Jack, thank you for joining us here today. I'd love to talk about, you know, why people don't achieve the results they want and how the workshop is going to help them. Well, most people don't receive, don't achieve the results they want because they haven't really clarified what they want. Number two, they haven't decided to go after it. Number three, they don't have a plan. Number four, they don't believe it's possible or they don't believe it's possible for them. Uh, number five, they haven't broken it down into specific measurable goals with time frames on it. So they don't have that plan in place with the steps they need to take. And most people are not applying themselves. One of the things I teach is called the rule of five. That you've got to pick your main goal and do five specific action steps every day to achieve that goal. And if you're not engaged in action, you're just basically a dreamer. And it's important to dream. Uh, but one of my friends said, you have to have your heads in, your cl- in the clouds and your feet on the ground so that you're... Uh, someone wrote a book called uh, Tying Rocks to Clouds. And the idea is that we have to be in action. And, you know, you mentioned the secret in my introduction. I would travel around the country and everyone would say, oh, I've watched the secret 60 times, but I'm mm. still not a millionaire. Mm. And I would say, get off the couch, quit watching the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something that produces results, you know. Exactly. Well, you know, what, what do you think, it, you know, caused this idea that let's watch the film and, and then I'll get rich and sort of took the action out of what was said in the, in the film? It's like I watched the part that said to do this, but I kind of didn't get the part where I had to take action. I don't know. You know, it's funny because we all talked about taking action. Yes, I know. And I've, and I've even watched the film several times to make sure it was still in there. And, uh, but I think a lot of people took the main message, which was, you know, you have to have a positive attitude, positive expectation. You have to believe. Then I think there's this uh, concept of release it to God. And I think sometimes that gets misinterpreted, um, you know, that you're just going to hand it over to God and God will do everything. God will certainly, or the universe, source, whatever you want to call it, will certainly bring opportunities your way. And that you'll attract more people that are like-minded and you'll... You'll be driving down the freeway, and you'll accidentally turn on your radio station and become a long-term fan, and then you'll hear the information you need to hear. But it still requires action. I always tell people the last six letters in the word attraction are A-C-T-I-O-N. You can check that out. It's true. And so uh, you, know, you have to have the right attitude, but you also have to be moving and doing the things you're supposed to do. Now, the other thing you have to is hold that lightly, because the things you're doing may not be exactly the path that's going to get you there, but it gets you into momentum. It gets you into movement. Buckminster Fuller used to teach that when you begin to act, you're sending off waves of um, energy at a 90-degree angle, what he called processional effects. 
you may think that the main purpose of the honeybee is to go out and gather honey for its, its, its um, you know, the uh, nectar from the, the plants for its hive. But what they're really doing, and not even aware of it, is they're cross-pollinating all the plants in the world so that we have fruits and vegetables. And so when we get into action, all these processional effects begin to occur, and they create things that come toward us that we wouldn't even have planned. We have to be open when that happens. Uh, I think you refer to it as the unexpected good shows up. But that unexpected good shows up because of the fact you were taking action. You know, this is really part of getting us ready for 2010. You know, uh, for those of you that are just tuning in, Jack Canfield's joining us here today. The website to go to is the successprinciplesworkshop.com. And when you get there, you're going to be able to see uh, what the venue is so far for Jack to be uh, in a city near you. For example, uh, Dallas, Texas is February 27th. Uh, San Francisco is March 13th. And Seattle is April 10th. So if you go to the website, you'll find out more about this. But the other thing is, we're going to make sure all of you know how to get connected. One of the things you say, Jack, is 2010 can be a stellar year if you allow it. Um, I'm curious about, first of all, what may be blocking us, but secondly, how you see 2010 being different for people. Well, I think 2010 is, you know, it's always a new opportunity. Yeah. I think, you know, Eckhart Tolle taught us that the only thing that exists is right now. Yeah. And um, so, the past is irrelevant. The future is not here. What you think about, do things about, and decide right now is what affects your future. The future you have right now is a result of choices you made in the past, decisions you made, and the actions you took, things you read, the people you met. So right now is the only time you can be creating your future. And so are we listening to positive radio? Are we reading positive books? Are we listening to CD programs when we're exercising and things like that that'll uplift us? Or are we listening to negative news? friend of mine just quipped recently called the CNN constantly negative news. Yeah. And, um, you know, unfortunately, it's, it's fairly true. So the, the, the now is when you have a choice. And it doesn't matter where you came from. We have a woman that we write about in the Success Principles book who, at the age of 55, her, she was a nurse and she was smoking. And her husband came to her and said, I think I'd like to run a 10K race. It's about six miles. Would you join me in training for that? And she said, okay. They ran around the block once and fell on the, their front lawn heaving and wheezing. She said, oh my God, that was one block. I'm really out of shape. So she decided to stop smoking and she started running. And this woman named Helen Klein, within a year, ran a marathon. She's now 83. She's run about 55 marathons. She has completed two 100-mile races, I think six 75-mile races. She ran 325 miles in an echo challenge across the Sahara Desert. And I met her when she was 81, we were both receiving awards from the state of California for being outstanding citizens. And I said, i got to write your story up. So at 55 and out of shape, she said, I'm choosing now to create a life of a healthy future. And she was 81 when I met her, and she looked like about 60. So the reality is you can always choose this moment to make the next year the best year of your life. Well, and you know, part of what I love talking with you about is you're somebody that walks the talk. And Jack, you know, a lot of times I bet people look at you and they think, you know, look at this guy. I mean, he showed up, he's got the silver spoon, never really had any challenges in his life. And, you know, what can I learn from him? But certainly that's not your story at all. And, you know, for many people listening to this show, uh, you've had to actually figure out these principles yourself before you put them in a book. No, it's so true. I was born in West Virginia. I was born in Texas, but my uh-huh. parents moved to West Virginia 
uh, 48th worst state educational system when there were only 48 states. Yeah. Uh, I grew up going to those schools. I graduated in the half of the class in college that made the top half possible. Started my career as an inner city high school teacher in Chicago, making uh, $8,000 a year. And um, that was the year Martin Luther King was killed. And I was, I was eating 21-cent dinners most nights because I had a $79 a month apartment, which you can imagine what that looked like. And I was only making $129 every two weeks. So the week I got my check and I had my apartment was due, I had $50 to eat for two weeks, buy clothes, pay the electric bills, etc. So I was eating tomato paste with garlic, salt, and butter, and a little water and some salt mixed with a, a bag of spaghetti noodles, 21-cent total dinner. And, um, you know, I was down and out. But the fact is, I met a man named W. Clement Stone, and he was a self-made multimillionaire worth about $600 million. And he took me under his wing and taught me everything he knew. I applied that. And within a few years, I was making $100,000 a year. And uh, that was pretty miraculous for me because the principles always work if you work the principles, is what I say. And he taught me how to visualize, how to believe, how to take action, how to reject rejection, how to ask for what I want, persevere in the face of obstacles. And then all this creativity came forward. I wrote a book for teachers called 100 Ways to Enhance Self-Concept in the Classroom. I did some very creative things to market that book, and it sold 400,000 copies in the next couple of years. Wow. You know, part of this, uh, too, for people is taking that first step. How important is it to take that first step? It's critical. Um, You know, that old Chinese proverb, (laughs) the the journey of 10,000 miles begins with one step. Right. And I think a lot of people are, I use this metaphor, they're waiting for 15 doves to fly over their house in the sign of a cross before they know that it's the auspicious day to act. And, uh, you know, you gotta, I teach a thing called lean into it. Just, just start and get some feedback. You don't have to be perfect. Just get in the game. And then if you start moving, you'll start learning. I mean, I didn't know how to write a book when I first wrote a book. I didn't know how to get a magazine article published. First magazine article I sent off, the publisher wrote me a nasty letter saying, this is not how you submit an article. <laughs> and I said, well, then tell me how you do. And they told me, and then I followed that. If I had been afraid to do it because I didn't know how to do it right, I'd probably still be sitting here. And this is really sort of the conversation you're having as you go across the country, Jack. I mean, you know, I want to make sure that everybody knows that you can find out more about the Success Principles Workshop pretty easy by going to the website, thesuccessprinciplesworkshop.com. And there what you're going to do is see a bunch of cities. Dallas is February 27th, San Francisco, March 13th, Seattle, April 10th. And for those Boston folks that are listening to the show right now, May 1st, and I'm sure that Jack will be adding others to the show. When we come back, we'll be talking with Jack about what some of the folks are saying that have come to uh, his Success Principle Workshop so far. And what is it that we are all challenged to do but are meant to do in 2010? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with The Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Do you suffer from insomnia, body aches, fatigue, brain fog, digestive problems, weight gain, or anxiety? You may be dealing with unmanaged stress. The Stress Detective looks for the hidden messages within your stress and partners with you to create a wellness program to dismantle stress from the inside out. Learn to manage your stress, and you can stop illness in its tracks. Call Susan Tyler at 888-629-4949 or visit StressDetective.net. 
Bella Spark Productions is proud to announce the third annual Extraordinary People Lecture Series in Seattle. Join us for three extraordinary men and one amazing lady. Presenting Shirley MacLaine in a rare public appearance. Shirley, still feisty and fabulous after all these years. Joe Dispenza, the most recognized visionary in the hit movie, What the Bleep. Reverend Carlton Pearson, the fundamental evangelical Pentecostal bishop who said to hell with hell. Robert Holden, Britain's get happy guru with a feel-good philosophy that will make your heart smile. Three men and a lady. Go to bellaspark.com for dates and information. That's B-E-L-L-A spark.com. Buy series tickets for the men and get $10 off the lady. Don't miss Shirley MacLaine and three extraordinary men. Visit bellaspark.com. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? Well, I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you're hurt. We want to help. We're so sure Topperson will work for you, we offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief with no side effects, ask for Topperson or call 1-800-959-1007. That's 1-800-959-1007. Topperson, the last pain medicine you'll ever need, and you can sleep on that. Athletes, diabetics, moms, let me tell you about a new high-tech energy gel called Chocolate Number no. 9. Chocolate Number no. 9 is made with only organic agave and the finest dark roast Belgian cocos. Number 9 contains no refined sugar. Number 9 is a certified low glycemic index item, and best of all, Chocolate Number no. 9 simply tastes great. Find out more at chocolatenumber9.com or call 866-999-1909. That's 866-999-1909. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Jack Canfield joining us here today. And let me just tell you, we have a giveaway, thanks to Jack and his friends. Pay It Forward is something we started on the show a couple of years ago, and we've been doing a gift today. Today is no different. What we'd like to offer you on today's show is uh, Jack would love to give a ticket to one of or several of the upcoming events that he has. So if you live in Dallas and you want to call in, we would love to hear from you. If you're in the Seattle area and love a ticket to his April 10th event, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, San Francisco or Boston. And this is really wonderful. We're going to give two of these away. You just call our 800 number, but we'd love to hear from you on air. For those of you that are calling in, what we want to hear is what you are most grateful for and how that is contributing to your success. one 800 930 
1-800-270-2819. And this is a great venue, a full day with Jack Canfield at the Success Principles Workshop. So we've got Seattle, we've got Dallas, we've got San Francisco and Boston. You just got to tell us which one you'd like to go to. 1-800-930-2819 is our toll-free number. 1-800-930-2819. Toll free right now. Call us. We'd love to give away a couple of seats to these workshops. Just give Benny your name, your information, and we'll make sure you get in one of them. Uh, Jack, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Uh, you know, this has really been wonderful to catch up with you. Now, you started the Success Principle Workshop. Tell us what the goal was to do that. And you've already had one, and I'm just so curious about what people had to say at that event. Well, basically, uh, you know, the first one was fabulous. and we, we, we started them because we really wanted to give back and we wanted to expose people to our work who weren't ready to make a seven-day commitment to our week-long workshop, which is up until this last year the only thing we offered. And um, the people that have come have been phenomenal. And I think the exciting thing I'm finding is that a lot of the people are real committed to making a difference in the world. They're not just coming for themselves, but they're coming because they're a professor at a university and they want to teach this to the kids or they're teaching uh, inner-city students or they're wanting to create a foundation to help people in Haiti, whatever it might be. And it was so exciting to work with people to know that what they wanted to create was beyond themselves. So there's kind of this double, uh, you know, squaring the impact you're having in the world. I think people were coming with, with every single question. And the other thing is they came from all over the country and all over the world. We have people from Jamaica, the British Virgin Islands. People flew in from London. Nashville, Tennessee, New Jersey, Kansas City, Washington, and North Carolina, just to be in a workshop in Atlanta. I was shocked. And, uh, but that shows how dedicated and committed people are to getting the information they need. And also, I think, you know, I'm, I'm happy to say I think a lot of people have been knowing my work and just wanted to, be, to do it live, so they flew in. But it doesn't matter where you live. You know, pick a place and come. What people were really wanting was how to clarify their vision. A lot of people hear this, you know, what's your vision, what's your purpose? A lot of people don't know what their purpose is. Right. And we, there, we have some very simple techniques we do in the workshop to teach people that. Uh, they, don't, they don't know how to clarify a vision into goals. They've never set goals. Research shows, as you know, Pat, that only 10% of American high school students graduate from high school knowing how to set a measurable goal. And uh, if you ask people, and I go to multi-level marketing conferences where everyone's into making money and being successful, I'll say, how many of you have written measurable goals for the year 2010? Maybe 15% of the hands go up. So even people that have been exposed to this. So you leave the workshop with a clarified vision, clarified goals. You have an accountability partner that we help you get so that you can make sure that you stay accountable. So that you talk to them sometimes once a week, some people every day for five days a week. And it keeps you focused on doing the things you know to do, or it gets you into a plan of finding out what to do if you don't know, and then um, having real action plans uh, to make sure that you actually do them. And we also work with the negative limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. I've learned this new technique called superconductivity from a woman named Lisa Janelle, who's a coach up in Canada. And we actually ask people to think of some part of your life where you have a goal that you haven't been able to manifest or something you'd like to do, like get rid of the clutter in your office. And then we have them close their eyes, think about that, and then feel their body. And we find that when they do that, there's a part of their body that will tense up. We go into that part and then go back to the earliest time you can remember feeling that exact feeling in your childhood. And everybody goes back to somewhere between three and eight years old, and they have a memory of someone saying something to them that made a decision. I'll give you a good example. 
coaching a woman in the workshop who was from London, and she said she was uh, what what she originally wanted to learn was how to be more motivated late at night because she felt like she wasn't being as productive as she could. Well, as we examined this, we found out she was an overachiever to the max. So we really needed to get her to have more balance in her life. And when we went back to her childhood, she remembered when she was five, being in the kitchen, and her father had said there was a recession going on in London. Uh, I don't think we can afford to feed all the children. She heard that at the age of five and decided, I better be one of the ones they want to feed. So she became an overachiever, got A's in school, played musical instruments, went out for sports. Here she was in her 40s, and she was about to get married. She was on the board of five banks. She was a consultant. She was doing uh, free pro bono work for people. And she was totally stressed out because she was still wanting to be valuable enough to be fed as opposed to being in touch with her intrinsic, intrinsic value. So we cleared that. She wrote me a letter about a week ago. I think she's resigned from three boards. Her wedding went off without a hitch. She started delegating, etc. So that's the kind of thing that can happen in a 12-minute exercise. Well, this is part of just paying forward the tools and helping people realize that, you know, we we kind of got hung up, I think, a little bit, Jack, and I'm not sure how we did, on the fact that change or transformation, first of all, has to be hard and has to take forever. How do you address that when people say, well, you know, everything I've ever heard about transformation is that it's never going to happen overnight. Um, and can we talk about that for a little bit? Because I don't know where anybody wrote that it has to take five decades either. No, it doesn't. I mean, just, <laughs> just to give you some examples, uh, one of my friends uh, created something called the five-minute phobia cure, Dr. Roger Callahan. Yeah. 99.4% of all people can get rid of a phobia in five minutes or less. We've had people fly home from our workshops who took a train because they were afraid to fly. We've had people, you know, go up in an escalator or an elevator when they were phobic of going inside one by the end of the day. We've had, you know, Tony, uh, I forget there's a guy on TV right now who's got a 10 minutes a day program. People are losing 26 pounds in two months just in 10 minutes a day. You can get on the range of motion machine, the ROM machine, people have seen in the airline magazine, uh, four minutes a day gets you in shape. So, we know that change can happen very, very quickly. Now, obviously, you're not going to go from a 10,000-a-year income to being a millionaire in one year. That may take a few years. But getting rid of the negative beliefs, getting rid of the phobias, getting rid of the, the uh, fears that are stopping us, all of that can happen rapidly and quickly. We've had people. Uh, we had a woman last year who took one of our workshops. She's a yoga teacher in Boston. And this year, her monthly income was equal to last year's yearly income. And so we have people do that all the time. And the promise I make people is if you attend my workshops and do what's in them, you have to do the doing this, that you can double your income and triple your time off in three years or less. Wouldn't it be fun to have less work time and more money? Most the- people would say, yeah, I'd like that. There's no question about that. But clearly we've come up uh, along the way with some some beliefs, as you said before, that hold us back. One of the things you talk about in the book, and those of you that have not gotten this best-selling book by Jack Canfield, the, the Success Principles, it is loaded. Every time I open the book, I go to a place in the book that tells me exactly what I need to hear. There's a section in the book, and it's it's like two paragraphs, but it's probably, for me, it is one of the most powerful reminders. I've had. And one of the things you say is it's your turn. And I want to talk about that a little bit, you know, from the place of us truly embracing that it really is our turn. It's our time now. No, it's all, you know, the truth is it's always our turn. And and 
people are often waiting for some, something to happen to be more worthy. I mean, I can't tell you how many people come to our workshops who suffer from unworthiness. Mm. Oh, wow. And uh, my yeah. wife and I just took a week-long couples course in Mexico with a wonderful couple. And we just got back last Monday. And one of the things that we had to do, because my wife has, you know, sometimes suffered from that, and she's done a lot of therapy, and she's, she's gotten over it, but occasionally we'll get hooked. And when, when she gets hooked, it's because she's feeling unworthy. And she had to look at me right in the eye and say, my unworthiness has absolutely nothing to do with you. Mm. And we, we bring these feelings into our relationships, like the fear of being abandoned. And then what we want to do is control our partner so they won't abandon us. And when we do that, we totally uh, confine them so that they want to get away from being smothered. And so it's very important that you learn what are the internal blocks, messages, beliefs, and fears you have so that you can release those. Uh, one of the people that uh, took our workshop down in Atlanta said, you know, the main thing I took away from the workshop is I realized that, uh, you know, my brain and what I think is the critical thing that's controlling my life, and I've been thinking the wrong thoughts. Mm. So I've changed my thinking. You know, W. Clement Stone, who was my mentor, basically said, you've got to change your thoughts. The Dalai Lama, when Mark Victor Hansen, my co-author on Chicken Soup, he asked him, what's the main difference between rich people and poor people? He said, the poor people have the wrong mantra. They're always going around saying, I'm poor. And if you keep affirming that, I'm poor, there's no work, there's no available men, I can't get what I want, that's what you will create. Whereas, you know, we were doing a workshop in um, Boston last year. There was a guy there from the Remax Corporation, and he had, like, doubled or tripled his income that year during the recession when most real estate people were telling you that the market was down. We said, well, what is it you tell yourself? What's your self-talk? He said, I always tell myself, I always do well no matter what the economy's doing. So he believed that, and he acted as if that were true, and then he produced the results that verified it. When we take a look at some of the things that we do very subconsciously as well, I mean, we can really pinpoint this. But, uh, you know, making sure that we have tools like you're talking about, Jack, and what you've done in this one-day workshop has really created that platform for people to take their lives back. We're going to take a short break when we come back. My very special guest, Jack Canfield, and I, we're going to talk about what does it mean to take your life back? How are some of the ways that we don't really even understand that we've given our life away to another person, another job, whatever that is? Uh, we'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us, go to www.thedrpatshow.com or simply Dr. Pat Live for the Success Principle workshop go to the success principles workshop.com we'll be right back happy here with this lonely game we play do your emotions stop you from experiencing lasting prosperity and joy learn to rise above your emotional ceiling with expert guidance from certified life coach sharon roy sharon's techniques have helped clients worldwide to succeed happily and now she wants to share this gift with you for a limited time, Sharon is offering a free 45-minute emotional breakthrough session that could change your life. Call 401-588-1799. That's 401-588-1799. Or visit SucceedHappily.com to claim your free session. That's SucceedHappily.com. Bella Spark Productions is proud to announce the third annual Extraordinary People Lecture Series in Seattle. Join us for three extraordinary men and one amazing lady. Presenting Shirley MacLaine in a rare public appearance. Shirley, still feisty and fabulous after all these years. 
Joe Dispenza, the most recognized visionary in the hit movie, What the Bleep? Reverend Carlton Pearson, the fundamental evangelical Pentecostal bishop who said to hell with hell. Robert Holden, Britain's get happy guru with a feel-good philosophy that will make your heart smile. Three men and a lady. Go to bellaspark.com for dates and information. That's B-E-L-L-A spark.com. Buy series tickets for the men and get $10 off the lady. Don't miss Shirley MacLaine and three extraordinary men. Visit bellaspark.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Let Aqua Mantra's I Am Loved Premium Natural Spring Water help you find the love within yourself. Say the words I Am Loved with every conscious sip because the quality of your thoughts creates the quality of your life. Pick up a case of Aqua Mantra's award-winning premium natural spring water that flows from the abundant streams of Mount Palomar, California. Now in our brand new biodegradable and recyclable bottles on sale at aquamantra.com forward slash I Am Loved. And know you are loved. Are you tired of doing everything you've been taught to do, but your life is still not working for you? Do you know the new rules for the game of life? Hi, I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, personal growth expert and co-host of the Breakthrough Interview Series, Step Into Your Full Greatness on the Dr. Pat Show. I'm excited about helping you easily transform your life from the inside out. Listen to Step Into Your Full Greatness and visit MelodyIvory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's MelodyIvory.com. Remember... For our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives, just like people, they are what they eat. Wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make. You can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. Visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you. Wellness natural food for pets. This is where true wellness begins. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I am joined by my buddy, Jack Canfield, today on the show. Thank you, Jack, so much for joining us on the show today. Again, the successprinciplesworkshop.com is the website. Uh, Jack, I know that success is in the minds and the hearts of so many people. As a matter of fact, before the break, I was mentioning that we would talk about taking our lives back. And in the meantime, I got an instant message and I'll just kind of give you the short version of it. Uh, the short version is, how do I take my life back when I've been, when I've been literally in the unemployment line? Um, I know that I'm not alone in this, but you get to feel like you're just not worth getting a job again. You've tried and you've tried and you've tried. And it's it's a bit depressing. I'm trying. Oh, I'm trying not to think that my age is a factor. Wow, this is a great question, Jack. Well, basically, you know, the first thing you have to do is realize that your self worth is not dependent on external. Um, you know, Gandhi was in prison. I don't think he had a self worth issue. Mm. So the reality is that you have to say, what is it that determines my self worth? And it's simply a decision that I'm worthy. I often tell the story in my seminars about. The fact that everyone in this room, I'll say, in fact, everyone listening to this radio broadcast, uh, you know, you won the most important race of your life. It's called the sperm race. You beat out 50 million other potential youth. And so you are the winner. You were meant to be here. 
And I used to think it was the fastest sperm that got picked, but it wasn't. Actually, there's research now. We see, we see videos on science channels where many of them get there, and the egg actually picks the one it wants and lets it in. So not only were you one of the fastest and strongest, you were picked to be here. So it was not an accident that you're here on the planet. You already have determined your worth. Now it's simply a matter of what do you want to do. Just because you get fired or you can't get a job or someone rejects you or your book doesn't get published, it doesn't mean you have no worth or no value. I mean, Chicken Soup for the Soul was rejected by 144 publishers. At 101, I could have said, gee, I'm not a good writer. Nobody wants what I have to offer. My work is not worth anything. It simply wasn't true. It simply meant when I got a rejection that the editor that would like my book didn't live at that address. And so you have to go out and continue to uh, put yourself out of the marketplace. Now, maybe you need to change your presentation. It may be that you need some new skills. It may be that you need to become an entrepreneur or an entrepreneur rather than an employee. Um, many people are going back to school and you know, studying to be coaches. Many people are joining multi-level marketing companies and becoming salespeople. And I don't want to hear that I'm not a natural-born salesperson. You don't need to be. You can learn how to sell. It's really just sharing from your heart the value of something you care about. Uh, I've met people that were, uh, you know, they were in the auto uh, uh, distribution. They were, you know, selling cars, and uh, they lost their jobs because the car market went down, beginning of the recession. Uh, another guy was a mortgage broker. Both of them joined a multi-level marketing company, and within two years, were making three hundred thousand dollars. So, it, there, there's lots of opportunity. I think sometimes uh, there's that book, "Who Moved My Cheese?" Yes. If you keep going back to the closed door and knocking on it, banging on it, crying in front of it, expecting it's going to work, uh, you know, maybe you need to try a different door. So instead of going to the unemployment office and being in the unemployment line, uh, maybe you need to figure out with some friends how to start a business. I'll give you one example. There was a woman that lost her job, and uh, she was looking around, and there's always a need if you can look for it. And she noticed that all these houses were in foreclosure. And she noticed that the people, that when they were leaving those houses, you've probably seen news stories about this, they would pretty much trash the houses. They certainly wouldn't clean it up for the next occupant. Mm -hmm. They were mad at the bank. Yeah, they some, were. Some people actually took the cabinets out and, you know, all kinds of stuff. And um, so what she did, she called some of the local banks and said, you know, you need these houses to be cleaned before you can show them and try to get them off your inventory list. I would like to be that person that cleans those houses. Well, she started doing it. Pretty soon she had so many houses she had to hire three more people. Now she has a, a top-rate cleaning service because instead of sitting there feeling sorry for herself and repeating the same behavior called there's no jobs available, and there may not be in manufacturing or retail, but there's all kinds of things that need to be done, babysitting, tutoring, walking dogs, all kinds of things. But you have to be creative and start looking around, finding what the needs are, and then offering uh, a way to, to resolve that and, and fulfill those. This is like an incredible opportunity for all of us to kind of get creative uh, and look at things. Jack, you know, I know that you you have been extremely creative. I mean, you mentioned Mark Victor Hansen uh, a little bit ago. We've had Mark on the show. Of course, both of you got together to uh, create the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. Mm -hmm. um, you know, some people have said, I've forgotten how to get creative. What can we do or what can we say right at the moment other than, of course, if they go to the Success Principle Workshop, they will they will get a new a, a new level of juiciness to get mm -hmm. things started. But, you know, we are creative beings. We have created some of the most amazing things. What can we say to folks to help them sort of get their creative juices flowing? Well, the first thing is you have to believe you can. Yeah, so you well, have to, to, to affirm I can come up with the idea or be creative enough to find a solution to my problem. Secondly, put into your 
there's a there's a concept in creativity, and I studied this in graduate school. I studied creativity uh, called incubation. First of all, you have to seed the unconscious with the problem. That's why when scientists will think about something and think about it and think about it, and then they kind of let it go. And then maybe a month later in a dream, up comes the dream and they, they get the solution. Or they're in the shower and the solution comes. Or they're in the, you know, driving to work where the mind is kind of, you know, free to just roam and so forth. And so what you want to do is think about what would the ideal outcome look like for this person? What would your ideal job look like or the ideal income? And then say, visualize what we call an ideal scene. I first ask people to write it down, 250-word description of what would be happening if you had your ideal job or your ideal income. Then, every day, visualize that for at least five minutes, just a little five-minute movie. Go inside your brain and visualize for five minutes what it would look like and feel the feelings of what it would feel like Mm. to have this ideal job. Then have an affirmation. Put it on your refrigerator. Put it on your screensaver. Put it in your bathroom mirror. You know, I'm joyfully doing whatever it is you're doing. So you want to state it as an action. I'm joyfully, you know, driving a UPS truck or whatever the goal might be. And then go about and live your day. And then what's going to happen is you're just going to start to get little insights when you're in the shower, when you wake up, when you're falling asleep. And I recommend meditation. And people that meditate are extremely creative. There's a little town in Fairfield, Iowa, in, you know, in Iowa called Fairfield. And this is where all the transcendental meditation people live. I went there once to give a workshop. And everybody in that town was making a fortune. They've all got these incredible businesses they've started. They're living in huge homes. They've pretty much taken over the town. The mayor of the town is a meditator now. And the reality is meditation is a way to uh, clear the mind and tap into a higher source. Someone once said that irons work better when they're plugged in, and so do people when you're plugged into your source called universal consciousness. So basically if you do that, and then when you're going to get the inspirational act to do, you have to do it. So you may get a good idea, but if you don't act on it, what good is it? So the main thing is there is incubate, you know, put in the seed, let it incubate. When you get the creative thought, act on it. Jack, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, I'm so thrilled you're you're able to come on the show, and we'd love to have you back uh, when you get closer to do some of the other workshops. What is your personal message for everyone today? My personal message is that everyone out there has a purpose. You were born to fulfill it. Success is living your life purpose fully. And that if you don't know what it is and you'd like to, and you'd like to reach every dream you have, come join me. Because what I know is this. I don't care what your handicap, what your education level, what your background is. Starting now, you can create the life of your dream. Thank you, Jack, for joining us on the show today. Jack Canfield, everyone, uh, best-selling author. But again, you know, he's leading a revolution. You're going to want to find out more about the Success Principles Workshop. Just go to the website, thesuccessprinciplesworkshop.com. For more information about the Dr. Pat Show, just go to drpatlive.com, drpatlive.com. And remember that you're, you're unlimited possibilities are right in front of you. Remember that you could learn these principles as well and live life full out. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by Thriving Again in 2010. Come on down and join us. We'll see you next time.